This is GSAP Conversations from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dean Amal Andraus. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Aisha Ghosh, a third year MRAC student at Columbia GSAP. I spoke with Christian Kerez in advance of his lecture at the school on January 23rd. We discussed his studio's design process and the innovative methods used to represent their work including the recently completed project, Incidental Space, which was designed for the Venice Biennale in 2016. So I actually wanted to ask you about your newest project that's been widely publicized at the Venice Biennale, Incidental Space. It seems to be making quite a few propositions at the same time about craft and digital construction, and I was wondering if you could expand a little bit on how that project emerged. Well, incidental space, basically, you, you know, the very first idea we, we had and uh, um, was to just build a space. You would say that uh, Biennale for Architecture is dominated by architecture, but in fact, you rarely find any constructions, any buildings in the Biennale. You normally find um, plans, drawings, uh, models, videos, um, but no real architecture. So the first and most important um, statement was that architecture is about architecture, it's about the built space and we insist on, on that media of the built space and, uh, and build a space especially for the Venice Biennale. So this was the starting point to create a kind of a piece of resistance. And only later on we were looking for, you know, what could be the form, what could be um, the way of uh, producing um, this um, space. And it was also um, an important statement that uh, it, sh- it should not be a, let's say, propagandistic act, you know, should not be a space that is um, referring to uh, a language of an architect or that is referring to... Um, a specific uh, understanding of architecture. So in this sense, it should not be pedagogical uh, in any sense. It just should propose or open a possibility to experience a space and maybe only later on wonder, you know, what is this space about? What's the meaning? Um, How was it done? What's the material? Whatever. In this sense, you could say it's a non-referential space. Of course, in the end, um, people always come up with um, metaphors or analogies uh, to better approach um, a work of architecture. When we built the school in Leutgenbach, um, it got the nickname The Lightning Tower, even if it is neither a, a tower nor a lightning tower. But anyway, uh, anybody understood what is the meaning of this nickname. 
And uh, there were ne many nicknames also for our incidental space, like the cloud or the cave or um, uh, what what have you. In the end, it is also about, um, let's say, the, the, the question, uh, how can you nowadays imagine, build, experience a space in very wide terms? Yes, the sector does seem to provoke a lot of questions, and I think what makes it so interesting is that the structure is actually almost incomprehensible. You know, you don't know what's holding up one part, and the materiality is at moments ephemeral, at moments obviously quite hard. And so it seems like it is a playful poking at what architecture is supposed to look like. We did uh, more than 300 models to uh, really come up with this one. And then the criteria, the ultimate criteria to select the one and only model that would be um, scaled and uh, later on built uh, in Venice was um, what we call strangeness. As, as a you know major quality, what is the appearance of a space that would make you curious, that would make you wonder, um, that would also um, be motivation to go to Venice to experience this space, which be later on also um, deconstructed again. And in this sense, uh, what, what you say is, is uh, confirmation uh, of, of what, what we were also uh, looking for. I really like that you bring up the sense of wonder that architecture can inspire in people, because having that as an intention is almost as important sometimes as perhaps function or some social meaning that it needs to play. In terms of wonder, I do think that your work has a very interesting relationship with structure in terms of sometimes defying gravity seemingly and for example your school in Zurich it has quite heavy structure at moments and then it just lightly touches down on the ground so I'm wondering how you approach that in your work do you collaborate with anyone in specific? And how does your architectural design process integrate these new ideas or maybe these more challenging ideas about using structure? Yeah, maybe to bring together the two uh, idioms, uh, the two words that you um, brought up, uh, wonder and structure, which don't seem to be... Um, so closely related um, the wonders that uh, interest me uh, within uh, the field of architecture are not things which I would personally claim or um, invent um, but much more uh, which I believe already exist and I'm just kind of opening uh, possibilities to uh, to experience them, to show them, uh, to uh, reveal them. Um, and 
this very often um, brings you to the question of what is the evidence, you know, why a building looks like this and not like that. Um, what is the reason for um, a form? And these um, wandering about things which are kind of, which, which have a physical evidence in itself might be the reason why I um, closely work together with um, engineers. In the project for the Venice Biennale, our engineer was uh, Joseph Schwarz, who was also involved in um, the schoolhouse in Zurich, which you uh, just mentioned. And in the school, it's quite obvious that um, there is a certain effort um, how um, forces are uh, brought from the top floor um, to the basement. But let's say the project incidental space itself is also very much driven by structural thinking um, because the entire project only consists of a skin of two centimeters and um, many people believe that this is not possible and we also thought about uh, reinforcing this skin of two centimeters uh, a lot but in the end um, it, it, it was also a question of the trust in the structural system of this um, shaped form um, you, you, you could say it's an overdefined system where every Vault, uh, where, where every breaking of a, a pure geometry uh, could also be regarded as a structural beam. Um, and this sense, it's a, a kind of a huge um, a amount of uh, beams which all uh, work um, together. So there seems to be a lot of marriage in terms of technology, engineering, and materiality, especially in this project incidental space. Do you have any propositions or ideas for applying that type of technology that's typically used for installation in more permanent architectural work? I'm always interested in the question, you know, how things come together in architecture. Very often you see in architecture like an assembly of, of uh, totally separated disciplines, totally separated um, elements, which is the easiest way to build, um, because then there are no negotiations uh, necessary, uh, neither uh, on the construction side nor um, in the architectural office between the MIP engineer, the structural engineer, the architect, um, um, the representative of the client that is responsible um, for the brief, um, etc. For me, architecture is an entity and only if um, an element um, becomes a part of this entity, becomes only a fragment of the entire space, it becomes in this sense um, architectural. So um, this let's say desire to bring things together is also something that um, goes further on like uh, bringing together uh, circulation or 
how to define space with the structure there are several projects where the stair is a load bearing element uh, or that uh, kind of uh, way up a building becomes the stiffening of the building um, etc etc so your built work is quite impressive but personally for me my first encounter with your work was through your website quite a few years ago and you were it seems to be an early adopter of the use of gifs and little handheld videos going through your model spaces and it was really exciting to see these kind of internet forms of rep representation be applied to architecture and given that you're teaching and you're still producing work are you expanding on those methods or is there something you've encountered as a new mean of representation that continues to push the boundaries? Well, my start as an um, architect uh, is also uh, the work of a photographer. I, I, uh, before I had a practice in architecture, I worked as a photographer. Uh, and for me, um, thinking about how to represent architecture and um, uh, how to work on architecture um, collides. It's um, the same, uh, basically. Uh, at school, we uh, very often gave to the student um, uh, very tight restrictions. For example, one semester they were only allowed um, to do movies, they were not allowed uh, to make sketches or uh, even we didn't want to have a look at any uh, model or drawing but we just wanted to see movies because we strongly believed um, that the media or the representation of, architect, of architecture has a um, direct influence, a direct impact on um, how ideas develop within um, architecture. And um, these restrictions can um, be also uh, totally verified. In, in one semester it was only allowed to, wor uh, to work with words. The student had to write a text, uh, a dogma, before uh, they were allowed to draw anything or to make uh, any model. And uh, the project itself was only um, let's say like a justification of the um, dogma that uh, they they had to uh, propose um, before they uh, were allowed to propose a, a specific building. And I, I guess these um, changes be between uh, work in different medias uh, also has an um, uh, impact on... Um, uh, let's say uh, understanding of architecture which uh, uh, starts with uh, changing always perspectives you know that, that it's not uh, just a one-dimensional um, understanding how you can perceive how you can experience a space but it's a constantly um, changing uh, revelation uh, of uh, um, the experience of the architectural space it's interesting to hear how you approach teaching, uh, especially given our current location in GSAP. And I'm wondering if you could expand a little bit how 
your practice in building architecture has influenced <coughs> your teaching styles and perhaps how being in the world of academia has influenced the way you approach mm. building buildings? Well, I try to not develop a personal style in my office. I try to um, change from one project to the other uh, the understanding uh, of uh, the, the elements of architecture and in this sense I also try to um, understand different things, uh, different elements in architecture at the university than in my office. And I also believe that you can experience certain things which you cannot experience in the architectural practice and vice versa. So for me the um, university is like um, a field that is protected from all the influences which are enormous uh, on architecture. They're let's say a budget a schedule has absolutely no relevance except if this relevance could be a trigger point for um, how you can develop a concept uh, within uh, the field of architecture but this freedom um, that it's not just a kind of uh, individual place to, to pull back from uh, the discipline of architecture. Um, um, in, in our case, is always kind of filled with, with specific questions um, um, that lay in, in this discipline of, of architecture. So um, I personally think the, the, the idea that um, everything goes or that every student can do whatever he wants to do and whatever interests him um, is not um, that um, interesting, but only if you work together on um, common questions, um, research in an academic field can develop a certain relevance but still this doesn't mean that the school should or could be in any way an imitation of uh, architectural practice. So we'll conclude with a more open-ended hopefully fun question. Uh, you once spoke about flowers at the beginning of a lecture so I'm excited to see what you're going to speak about today, but is there anything outside of the realm of architecture that you're particularly finding inspiration from? Um, well, I, I'm just coming back from a trip through India. Oh! <laughs> Where did you go? Uh, I, I went to many different uh, cities and... Uh, um, of course, uh, a lot of, let's say, uh, excitement uh, comes from the experience of, of architecture itself. And also uh, this evening, uh, afternoon, uh, Amal and Stefan and me visited uh, some buildings by Paul Rudolf, uh, which I uh, enjoyed uh, a lot. Besides that, uh, at the moment, uh, I, uh, oh, I always try to find uh, time to read. 
uh, I just today finished uh, the last uh, large uh, volume uh, um, by Dostoevsky. He, he wrote five uh, major um, uh, works. And uh, sadly enough, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to today I, I um, finished uh, the, the last of, of these. I, I, I mean, I don't want to stress this uh, too much, but um, I guess as an architect, what, whatever you do or whatever you are involved with, it always relates you to, to architecture. Not only that there are many very specific um, descriptions um, uh, in the books of Dostoevsky about architecture, uh, it, it interests me in, in that case a lot what, what is the structure of these um, books, you know, how, how he kind of makes it possible to, that, that you go over a thousand pages and you are constantly under pressure and in, in the end uh, uh, these uh, books are only about extremely short um, moment in time. Uh, even if if they are uh, from the format very epic, and and this is a, a let's say very abstract reasoning uh, uh, about uh, a, a book, but you could also relate that uh, to a certain sense to uh, the the field of architecture. You know how um, the let's say appearance of something is not uh, directly re related to, to, to its scale, so you, you can have a, um, a very large scale but still a, a, a density that you would otherwise only expect uh, with, within a, um, a small building. I don't know if if um, I also don't want to stress this this relevance uh, too 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 strongly. I mean I mean basically what what makes a book good is is uh, uh, with within the discipline of of literature and what makes a building good is within the discipline of architecture and these are totally separated um, um, disciplines. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. And if you're listening, be sure to watch the Christian Carrez lecture on the Columbia GSAC YouTube page. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.columbia.edu.